Ben, we have to say thanks to Rizzle Dizzle for our new podcast theme music. Yay! Let's go! Theme music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. For, for those of you that can't see what happens before this wonderful show is actually recorded, Mick went through like an elaborate ruse. That's the only way you can describe what this is. It was a ruse. I think I think he sent himself the file from an email address that looked like it might have been from a real person. He showed it to me on my phone and said, no, look, I was sent a WAV file by email. And I went, oh, because there's no way he would waste actual time in his life that he needs for other things. <laughs> I did. Doing that. And he, he, just, he just did. So worth it. Oh, Ben's very, very poorly hidden disappointment <laughs> was worth the 20 I'm minutes really of my life. I'm really excited for what happens. I'm, no, I'm look, really excited for the next phase of... Michael Benjamin's pocket. <laughs> I like the theme music. Look, it's great. It's a good theme music. It's your voice. Um, ben. Yes. Something shocking. Shocking news. Shocking news. Shocking news. You're going to be appalled by this. We actually haven't had any tweets this week. Why? I don't. I don't Is know. Is the viewership down? <laughs> Is this your fart from last week? Did people? No, my fart was my fart was a hit on Reddit. Was it? <laughs> yeah. It's surprising. Yeah, Although no. given. Given the nature of Reddit, not that shocking. <laughs> not that shocking. Um, yeah, no, no, no tweet this week. But Aww. in lieu of receiving any tweets, uh, and in keeping with the fact that we're talking about Irishmen in space, I have seen Alien Covenant. Well, I've been saying Alien Covenant. Ooh, but then the mo- is it Britain. Covenant? Yeah. But in the movie they say Covenant, so covenant. I've changed to Covenant. Now. It's the Covenant. So I've seen Alien Covenant. Ask me, ask me about it. Ask me what I thought of it. What, 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 what do you think of it? <laughs> don't, don't do the what's voice. What do you think of it? Um, what do you think of it? Well, look, it, it's it's fine. It's a good. It's a movie, but it's a movie. It's a movie. Uh, it's probably marginally better than 2017 Saban's Power Rangers. Okay, so it, 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 it's a little bit higher on the Saban Power Ranger quality scale. A little bit. 2017 Saban Power Rangers quality scale. Exactly. Not Power Sorry. Rangers in space. The original Power Rangers was excellent. And we can <laughs> <have it. laughs> um, look, here's the way. It, you, you know this about me, right? I'm a, I'm a recovered former scientist. You are. You, you survived quite well, though. I survived well. What are you, 10 years? I reformed. Years I'm 10 years clean. Yeah, I haven't touched a beaker in 10 years. I haven't... Petted anything, and given the amount of beakers that we actually deal with in death, <laughs> which is a surprising amount. Um, anyway, look, everyone in the movie is a dope, like a bleeding dope, a bleeding dope. Dope. They shouldn't have called it Alien Covenant. They should have called it Dopes in Space. Planks in space. Oh, it's just, it's just. Oh, they're such idiots. So it's, many dopes. It's. I'm really. It's hard to, to maintain. I'm trying not to swear too much. <laughs> you should see it. His his oh. his face is matching the colour of his beard, which is very red. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> it's not racist. It is it's racist. Mickest. Leave me alone. It's Stop picking on me. I'm on edge from the dopes. <laughs> there were too many dopes. Look, they're they're on the planet. Sure. They they go to the planet because they're idiots. 
Dope. And then they land on the planet. And, like, okay, look, when you're watching this type of film, um, if you're watching a film about people following logical safety procedures... Which is what people would do... In real life. If they were travelling to exactly, the planet. Exactly, right? If they weren't dopes. I nearly broke my pencil. <laughs> oh, very uncomfortable tension in this room right oh. now. Anyway, look, if you were watching a film about people not being idiots, it, w- it wouldn't be, it wouldn't it wouldn't be, be in that category, right? But <laughs> if, you, if you think about Alien 1, okay. it's not called Alien 1, that's a stupid name. Alien. Alien. Yeah. Uh, in Alien, one person does something stupid. Is it John Hurt? John Hurt does the stupid. No, it's not John. Isn't it John Hurt? I think John Hurt is the unfortunate person who no, has it, the consequence of this stupid act, but I don't think it's... Is it, but doesn't he put his face over the egg? He does. That's he put, what it is. That's looks, the stupid he, thing. He, he leans right over the damn thing. He's right. like, oh, what's this? It's like, it's like in the movies where they stare down the barrel of the gun. Like, and oh, then, exactly. And then after yeah, that, yeah. it's a series of people unprepared for the situation they're in, desperately trying to deal with it, and it's terrifying, horrifying. Covenant is just constantly people doing fucking idiotic things stare down the barrel of guns oh, left just, right and centre it's so oh it's so idiotic ah. they're, there's this they're on the planet uh-huh. you've seen Prometheus I have my brother's favourite film your brother's favourite film ah oh, Jesus ah. when are we going to have Mick's brother on the podcast my, we're going to get my brother on the podcast to defend why Prometheus oh, is his favourite film <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that'd be awesome it's going to be great we'll do that someday but look oh what am I saying? Yes. They, they find these things, okay? Okay. And they're kind of... They look like an earth puff fungus thing. Have you ever seen Spore one of those things? Yolk. They blow spores yeah, yeah. in the air? Yeah, yeah. So they, they come across these things. And they, they... Spoilers. Very mild spoilers. They get infected by the things, right? Not shocking. No, obviously. But they're on a bloody alien planet. And they get their face as close to the bloody thing as possible and then poke it with their fingers and then the spores come out and they look at it like oh there's some spores wonder that's not how scientists behave it's it's nothing to do with scientists Mm. look as a former scientist as a former scientist speaking as a recovered scientist 10 years 10 years recovered congratulations there are plenty of dopes in science are there? Yeah. Oh, that's just being shattered a, my illusions. Being a scientist that. doesn't make you immune to doing stupid things. There are orgies, though, aren't there? No. <laughs> no, there's not? No. <laughs> well, maybe there were. I wasn't invited. <laughs> when I did when I did science, Ben, I looked like one of the members of renowned 90s Glaswegian pop rock band, The Proclaimers. Did, <laughs> so, did you wear glasses at some point? I wore glasses. And no! Some, I wore glasses. Oh, it's going up on the Twitter page. We're going to find them. Spiky blonde hair. Spiky blonde hair? Spiky blonde hair, glasses, and no beard. And I was always singing about walking a thousand miles. No beard! <laughs> Stop talking about me. We're no, giving no, no. out about we're giving out about Covenant. Back to dopes. So, right, look, if I came across a spore fungus like that in flipping Spain you would have adjusted your hair and not poked it <laughs> leave the hair alone. <laughs> lay off the hair I swear I'm coming for you I'm coming right across this table and I'm going to take you out <laughs> so yeah look if I found one of those things in Spain or in France I wouldn't poke the thing okay. alien planet why did they poke it don't poke the fungus <laughs> you're not supposed to poke the fungus don't poke the fungus and title of the podcast this week Dump. <laughs> <laughs> another thing right uh, I don't know if you know this about me my absolute favourite genre is 
creepy things happening in space. Cosmic horror kind of mm. leanings. Not not entirely cosmic. But it doesn't have to be cosmic. You know what my favourite underrated movie of all time is? Do tell. Uh, Event Horizon. I haven't seen it. Get out of here. Event Horizon, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's your homework. Still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, oh, by the way. God. Just a quick update for those of you on tender hooks. Marvel, Marvel Ireland. Again, if, if you could send Ben... Tickets for Guardians of Galaxy 2. He'd really you also want to send me Zoe Saldana's phone number. Yeah, don't kick the table, Ben. Sorry, kick the table there, gang. That, that little disruption there. <laughs> I'll try and edit it out later. Um, Isn't Zoe Saldana? She's in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes, I know. Wouldn't that be a little embarrassing to, to call have not her? seen her movie? Yeah. No, because then I can get her to show it to me. <laughs> we can go together. Hey, it'd be great. Hey there, do you want to go see your movie hey, with me? Hey, Zoe, um, listen. Just wrap up the podcast. You know the podcast. <laughs> um, Still haven't seen your movie. I know it's crazy, right? It's crazy. Do I want to go with you right now, Zoe? Oh, I mean, I've got nothing else, son. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of lovely ladies, Ben, Ooh. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. No, no. Uh, you have to do it. It's seventies Linda Carter. Wonder Woman. That went right up over the spike too. It was quite high. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wonder Woman. Yes, the new trailer launched six days ago. Yeah, new, relatively new. I mean, it's new. It's just a combination of all the old trailers with a couple of extra things put in. Bit more plotty. I think they wrecked it. You think? I I think they I think they were doing quite well on the no plot points given away. Right. I think they were doing very well on no plot points given away, and I think this one has has filled in too many blanks. Yeah. I think it filled in too many blanks. Also, also, we moved from quite... The thing that annoyed me about it the most was we moved from quite slick fight scenes that were very Wonder Woman central Go to on. a lot of superhero leaping and slow motioning. Yeah. And Zack Schneidering. Oh, no. Schneidering. Is Schneider directing this? He's not, but they're keeping his aesthetic because it's the core aesthetic that they're using. And his core aesthetic is... It'll be much better if we just slow it down. Well, and so they slow everything down, and I don't understand why they do that. Well, remember Watchmen, Coach Clive like Watchmen, Coach Clive like Watchmen, but there's very, very little slow motion in that Silk Spectre Night Owl thing. Whereas in the, if you look at some of the other scenes in that movie, which, no disrespect to Coach Clive's opinion of the original fight scene, but the overall movie, not so good. It is good. It's not great. It's great. It's not great. It is great. In terms of frame-by-frame frame adaptations being absolutely truthful to the comic, apart from the ending, spoilers, but it came out in 2009, get over Um They completely changed the ending of the movie from the comic books to the thing, but other than that, like, they do quite a decent job of translating every single panel. It's great. To the th- Okay. It's a great movie. Well, anyway, the, the wonderful thing that Zack Schneider does and pioneered is where he allows the fight scene to move at a perfect pace mm-hmm. and then right before a moment of impact for example when Ozymandias 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 I always get that wrong speaking of Ozymandias oh okay. someone someone quotes the bloody poem in uh, in uh, Alien Covenant oh I know <laughs> oh. I know there should really be like a, a list like a, 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 a ban list for certain things done yeah, in it's, movies it's a bit well trodden isn't Le- it leaning your face over the egg <laughs> Alexander wept <laughs> you know, that, that, that crap oh no he's lent his face over the yeah, egg oh no it's gonna go <laughs> my father gave me this pistol when I was younger oh well, that won't be important later in the movie 
Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's right? gun. Yeah. Chekhov. Oh, Covenant is full of Chekhov's guns. Of course it is. It might be that I've seen too many movies, but it's very hard not to go. Oh well, that's going to come in handy mm. later. Mm. Fastbender. I refuse. I refuse to blame ourselves for the fact that we've seen too many movies. I well, think it's. I think it's Hollywood's fault that we they're can not pandering to us. We can hardly blame you. I haven't seen enough movies. <laughs> you haven't seen most movies, as it turns out. Still waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> oh, I'm anyway, free all week. What are we talking about? Why are we talking about uh, Wonder Covenant Woman. again? Wonder Woman. Oh. Uh, and I was talking about Zack Snyder. In all the fight scenes that he does, he moves it at a perfectly normal pace, and he freezes right before impact to make everything kind of cool. Yeah, and it slows it down, and then he takes all the momentum out of stuff. And the new trailer for mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Exact. There's a lot of people put through windows. There are a lot of people. There's put a through lot windows. of people put through she windows. There's a nice flying knee, though. The flying, no, the flying. I have nothing bad to say about Calgado. We've seen her a lot of her choreographed stuff in the previous trailers, the teaser trailers. I think she moves quite well. I think it's an interesting, different superhero style. I think it's very smooth, not unlike the Watchman stuff, the mm-hmm. good Watchman stuff. Um, but then a lot of putting people through. Yeah, well, windows. There were a lot of windows in World War One. There were a lot of windows in World War One. More windows. It than is World War One, isn't it? It's it is. Yeah. It, it just to me, it just looks like Captain Wond Merrick. No, that's not good. One Wonder Captain. No, you can't really combine Captain these. Captain Woman. Captain Woman. <laughs> Captain Woman. <laughs> Captain Woman. She even throws a shield at someone. There's a shield. She there's, throws there's, the there's shield. A, there's the whole chat at there's the start. A, what if I carry a shield? Yeah, she still throws dangerous. a shield. What she, if I carry? What about no pointy objects? Still, still dangerous. She bloody throws a shield. She has a fight in an alley. There's a, there's a little scrap in an alley. There's a fight in an alley. There's presumably not necessarily Nazis. There's a, there's a blonde blue eyed guy fighting for for the Allies. Yeah, called Chris. Chris, yeah, Chris. It's Captain America, Chris, but Captain America, except he's not the focus. Yeah, he's, there's a lady now. Yeah, um, no, it looks quite. I think I'm not going to give up on it yet. I was quite excited for it based on the teaser trailers. I'm not going to get my hopes too high. <laughs> I don't do it with any of the DC movies. I just don't think cinematically they're there yet. So let's let's summarize then, Ben. In in a few words, do you think Wonder Woman is going to save DC? No, absolutely not. Categorically, no. Oh. I, if it does save DC, the Justice League movie will just put it right back into drowning territory. Well, you know, I'm saying save DC, but it's not like those movies are doing financially poorly. No, they're doing financially excellently. However, in terms of story, plot, and overall quality, they're doing atrociously. And action figures. They Oh, well, the, are they doing well, action figures? Poor. Sales, poor, poor. I don't know about poor. sales, but... Uh, why am I talking about action figures? Because I like action figures. Because you love action There's a giant wall of them. <laughs> don't, don't try and hide it. The DC movie action figures have come out and they're very much in the vein of the Marvel Legends movie action figures. Oh, okay. But if everyone's face had melted a little bit. Uh, even the Harley Quinn one looks a bit weird. And uh, and you think they put a lot of money in Like, that's she's, she's a big earner. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you strip the paint off and you repaint it or something, it'd be good. Because often with action figures, this is something you probably don't know, Ben, because you don't like action figures as much as me. I, I don't. But often with action figures, modern action figures, the, the face sculpts are spectacular. They're actually, taking a look at some of them here. But even these guys here... The face sculpts are spectacular. It's the paint, the factory paint, the the Homer Simpson. Whoever sprays them, shotgun. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's oh, paint yeah. that okay. lets them down. Um, so there's a guy on the internet. Oh, I can't remember what his name is. His name is Something Cruise. We will link it in the comments below. Oh, he's amazing. He repaints action figures and they are spectacular. Look, if you're listening to this and you're not Ben, you probably already know who this guy is. But we'll link him anyway. It's amazing. Check him out. Okay. Okay, let's move Great. on. Cool. Moving on from there. Irishman, suspense. Hold on, wait a minute. Oh. You've skipped over our oh. most popular segment. Uh-huh. It's, everybody, it's our most, it's our most popular segment... And our, our popular segment has a theme tune. The popular segment is okay. Here we go. Here goes the theme tune. Ben, he got something wrong, and now he's gonna admit that he got it wrong. It's Ben's retractions. Ben's retractions. Ooh-ah. Yeah. So Ben's retractions. <laughs> Much to my shame. Uh, so last week. Look, Ben, if you never say anything, you'll never get anything wrong. I know. Well, I mean, that would defeat the purpose of a uh, podcast. Yeah, it would be quite dull. Yeah, it would be quite dull if I never retracted anything. (laughs) So last week I told you that Banshee, Sean Cassidy, was created by... Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Uh, Hold on, I'm doing Stan... I'm Stan Lee as well. Uncanny Impressions by Mick. That's not that bad, it's actually. It's a terrible Stan Lee impression. You, you tried to lean into your awfulness and it didn't pan out this time. Oh. Um, that was a pretty decent Stan Lee impression. So, I, I was wrong. Uh, and the actual creator of uh, Banshee was Roy Thomas. Uh, and the artist was Werner Roth. And he was created in 1967. Where's Roy Thomas from? Uh, I don't know where Roy Thomas is from. But uh, I will take a quick look. Uh, give it an old Google. Uh, Roy Thomas is from Jackson, Missouri. Okay. Still alive. 76 years old. Uh, still going. We'll tweet him. We'll, we'll tweet. Look, we have a whole podcast dedicated to one of your characters. Uh, Roy, so dedicated to giving out about one of your characters. It's true. So maybe you could come down and we could uh, pick your brain about why you're such a racist to our country. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's basically what happened there. Cool. So that's uh, Ben's retraction. Ben's retraction. Second retraction in four podcasts. Five. Five. Fifth podcast. This is, this is fifth oh, episode. Fifth podcast. Five episodes. Five um, episodes. Anyway, look. God. Um, going back to Covenant. Sorry, yeah. Oh, but uh, really? No, no, but look, it's, <laughs> I've got a segue. Gonna, oh, the arm. Oh, it's the oh, whole thing. We've gone oh, off track. Oh, I had a thing. Okay. Um, one of the best things about uh, Covenant is that there's an Irishman in it, and he's in space. He's he's sus boss. And actually, there are two Irishmen in it. Two Irishmen. Because Fassbender plays two robots. Two robots. Two robot robots is the correct pronunciation of that word. Uh, he plays one as an Englishman. Well, space Englishman. Space Englishman. You know, he's Englishman. All, he's sinister in English, and oh, he talks like that. And we have to get off the spaceship, and everything's very calm. And he, he plays the good version as an American. He's oh. like, "Oh, we're gonna get off this." Gosh, damn it! What what is it with the Americans casting Englishmen in villain roles? What's what's that about? I don't know. Irishman pretending to be Englishman. Well, to be fair, he has the angular face of a villain. <laughs> he does. It's kind of awful. We're trying to we're trying to kind of seduce Fassbender into appearing that's a, on the that's podcast. That's a compliment. That's not an insult. Oh, okay. I said the angular face of a villain. Anyway, look, if there's anybody listening to this who isn't Irish, particularly if you're space British or space American, give Fassbender a listen because it fits in with what we're talking about. Give mm-hmm. give old Fassy B. Give him a listen. Fashti. Fashti. Give Fashti. him a listen and tell us 
What do you think of his accent? I mean, yeah, by all means, please engage with us here at the podcast. We're very lonely. Um, <laughs> so we love that jazz. I'm not lonely. <laughs> My life is full and eventful. Let's let's talk about other <laughs> Irish people in space. Other Irish people in space and pop culture as mm-hmm. a wider lens. Well, <clears throat> so last week we kind of covered why we're so poorly misrepresented a lot of the time. Um, we covered some of the good, yeah, some of the bad, yeah, Colomini, some of the things. Uh, yeah, this this time. I guess what I focused on this week, what, what I was taking a look at is, is there's a very a, there's a very famous series of Irish characters from different franchises, right? But they've all been created by the same writer, Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis is, I think, actually Northern Irish, isn't he? He's, I thought he was from Bray. Is, is he from Bray? I think Garth Ennis is from. Look, if you look out the window, you can see Bray. I thought you could see Garth Ennis. <laughs> like, Garth Ennis okay. is standing outside my house. Yeah. Just be like, don't say anything mean. Get out of here, don't Garth! Don't say anything mean, for God's sake, Garth. Stop basing characters on me, you weirdo. It does, actually, that's true. There's definitely a character that looks exactly like Mick, which we're going to touch on. Which we're going to touch on. Don't touch Mick. Uh, don't. <laughs> Garth Ennis touched me. Uh, <laughs> It was not <laughs> appropriate. Not Gar- good touch. Let's keep this a little clean because Garth Ennis is probably on Twitter, so we might add yeah, Garth he Ennis. Might, he might give us a, a bit of a bashing. No, Garth Ennis creates a lot of Irish characters. There's always there was always some. Uh, for those who don't know Garth Ennis's work, he's quite famous. He's quite big in comic books. He is. And, and shaped some some rather huge alternative titles. His most famous and probably most successful work is Preacher. Never Preacher. heard of it. Never heard of Preacher. I'm doing I'm doing a thing uh, wherein I pretend I don't know about so comics. I can help you. Thanks. So ben. preacher is ben, what even is preacher what? already? <laughs> preacher is um, part of Vertigo. Vertigo is DC Comics alternative mature comic line. I guess is what you would call it. Um, and in the nineties, they had their heyday. Um, while Marvel and DC push the superhero genre like really really hard um, superheroes with pouches superheroes with way too many pouches Rob Leefield guns guns shame on you cyborgs huge guns now I mean like not normal guns like torso guns no they also had yeah like they also had actual biceps and things like that and they had muscle groups that don't actually exist in, in the physical universe but like they would have giant balloon men um, with muscles out to God knows where. I know people like um, that. And this 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 comic book style was called heavy rendering. Really? Of characters, yeah. Oh. Well, it's called the the heavy render, and it's very synonymous with the nineties at this point. It was the time when uh, sales were down from the eighties. So Marvel and DC thought that the appropriate response to this was let's make them dark, let's make them gritty. So what they did was they took the Quentin Tarantino approach to filmmaking, <gasps> which I am not against. He does it very well. But they applied it to comic books, which did not do it so well. What's so that? in the 90s, you mm-hmm. had lots of characters like Spawn, um, Daredevil, The Darkness, uh, and they became very gritty. And what I mean by that is they had huge muscles. They said the word bitch a lot. <gasps> um, they would... Kill people in horrific ways. A lot of disemboweling. Wait a, a minute. Spine snapping. Wait a minute. I just I'm terribly amused by the fact that Ben thinks the way to be gritty is to say the word bitch. <laughs> this is why they won't let me into Fight Club. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna have a cup of tea, bitch. <laughs> oh, 
I'm filming. Yeah, sure wish my train wasn't late, bitch. Um, but yeah, so this was this was the nineties, um, and Vertigo actually had its heyday because they didn't really care about this ultra violent heavy render style. They they went with other things. Vertigo during the nineties brought out things like Sandman mm-hmm. uh, by Neil Gaiman. That's real. Um, <laughs> real what? Is that oh that's his real name. Neil, yeah, no, Neil Gaiman. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> um, Mick, Mick will one day grow old and, and mature, <laughs> but not today, not today. So, they brought out lots of great things, and one of the titles they brought out was Preacher. Preacher. And Preacher is extremely dated at this point. I went back and read through some of the issues. Uh, quite entertaining. Um, very dated, but yet very good. Probably Garth Ennis's best work. Um, and as I said, in each one, uh, there is usually an Irish character and the Irish character usually plays a, a sort of central role I guess um, patriotism in, in each one yeah he's very patriotic he likes to include little versions of Irish people and in um, you're a little virgin <laughs> I'm not a virgin I'm not a virgin Lenny's a virgin Mr. I'm not a virgin don't say my last name <laughs> oh it's out now I'm not a virgin though I'll edit it out what point no is it's fine it's Grand. fine Look, um, that's one each now so we're, we're, we're different on that one um, but yeah so the the one that he created in this one was a vampire named Cassidy fine that's a fine name Cassidy yeah Cassidy's First, going around so Sean Cassidy is Banshee but this is a different Cassidy uh, Pruncheus 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 that, that's Francis uh, it's Francis yeah with a P-R-I-O-N-A-S it's Gaelic for Francis so uh, Pruncheus Cassidy uh, was the name of this one um, he fought in 1916. Oh, God. Uh, he was actually a deserter uh, of the 1916 Rising, uh, which was a big old affair here in uh, Dublin City way back in the day. So, he's a vampire, and he's ridiculously hard drinking, loves to curse, loves to party. So, he's a horrible stereotype. A horrible stereotype. His catchphrase is, hell yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Every time he appears on panels, he says... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And he says it, th- and it's spelled H-O-Y-I-Y-E-H. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's how you say so it. So it's, it's a rather accurate representation of how we do actually say hell yeah. But apart from that, you have lots of phrases that are, are very Irish. So, like, phrases like, fame and fortune be fucked. Irish. I'm off to get lashed out of it. Irish. That kind of thing. So this pops up a lot. Anyway, as Preacher runs its course... Cassidy is revealed to be less and less a charming rogue yes. and just a bit of a prick oh. uh, by the end. It's it's kind of interesting and his character actually goes through some massive developments in a really fascinating way. So this is the first one that I wanted to bring your attention to. Um, I don't know, how do you feel about <coughs> Look, Cassidy. Look, I actually, this is, I'm older than Ben and I read Preacher when it came out mm. and I thought it was the most amazing thing that had ever existed in it's the entire good. universe. To be brutally honest, I didn't realise Cassidy was supposed to be Irish at first. Okay. I don't know when I jumped on board yeah. Preacher, and I don't know if I missed the Irishness, but I was so used to reading just weird phonetic pronunciation in comics by that stage. Yeah. It didn't dawn on me that he was Irish as opposed to just... He had an accent. Yeah. And I think I realised he was Irish 
during the 1916 episodes. And I was like, oh no, he's oh, Irish. He's Irish. He's Irish and he's, he's a horrible bollocks. He is a horrible bollocks by the end. But it, it made it a really interesting character. So, this is kind of what I wanted to touch on within Garth Ennis as well. He creates these very stereotypical characters. Garth Ennis who's outside. Garth Ennis who's outside. Hey Garth. Hey Garth. Um, and then what he does is he kind of uses them as... Is, is it, hold on. Is Garth his real name? I, I can't imagine it is. No. It's not. It would be Garth. Gareth, maybe, but we've changed it to Gareth. Unless he had Australian parents, Garth is quite a common Australian name. Yeah, he's the only Irish person I know called Garth anyway. Yeah, I've never heard that. Ennis is Ennis. quite normal. Yeah. John well, Ennis. Philip Ennis. The Ennis and Claire. Yeah. Uh, Darren Ennis. Darren Ennis. My shifty cousin. Your shifty cousin, Darren Ennis. Oh, shifty Darren Ennis. And his shillelaghs. So yeah, <laughs> his collection of polished shillelaghs. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, he kind of uses them then as a way of, I think interrogate, interrogate is a strong verb, but... Interrogating uh, Irishness, he, is that yeah, what Yeah, he say? interrogates Irishness using these characters. Mm. Because using Cassidy, it's kind of fascinating. He's very proud to be Irish, and yet the more charming and over-the-top he is the more insufferable he is in many ways and then you realise that it's, it's, it's a very false facade for him he's not charming and he's not happy he's quite a he's an old prick he's an old prick like he's a proper old prick um, and it touches on, on what we talked about last week I guess where you have that stage Irish persona and then Irish people slowly started to adopt it mm-hmm. so we put that face on but underneath it we're not really the charming I mean you are Mick obviously you're you're the charming leprechaun-esque man. Shut, shut, up. <laughs> shut up! I'm not a leprechaun. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ginger. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> Leave me alone. One of those things isn't true. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the podcast dynamic. <laughs> we are going to put up a Twitter poll, and you can tell us which one of us looks more Irish. And I am very confident. That, I w- oh, that was a hubristic statement. Everyone's yeah. going to vote Look, me as the most Irish person ben, now. Everyone knows you're secretly English. I, I am. I am. Pure, sent pure here, English. Sent here to judge us. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Why did I say come here? Come here. Are there any other examples? There are other examples. So, once I, I kind of came onto this this train of thought, I was like, oh, but maybe it's a one-off for Cassidy, maybe it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I started to look through his back catalogue a little bit, because I, I, re- I read quite a lot of Garth Ennis after Preacher. Right. I was very excited for Garth Ennis. I thought he was great. Um, and he, he is. And from Bray. He's, he's quite interesting possibly. as a person, possibly. He's quite interesting as a writer, but he's done that thing, kind of like Frank Miller, where he gets increasingly violent as the years go by he's for some reason. He's flanderized himself. Uh, he has. He's become a, a pastiche mm. of Ennisism um, and he's kind of gone into that but the other characters that I found are quite hilarious oh, I know where we're going are you familiar with 2000 AD yeah yeah and Judge Dredd yeah yeah well Garth, Garth Ennis created Judge Dredd no he did not create Judge Dredd I sense a retraction no retractions <laughs> there'll be no retractions this time what he did create was or what he did do was write for 2000 AD uh, and quite a few uh, Judge Dredd issues uh, and one of the most interesting ones that he ever created did he do Slain? Yeah, is that where you're going? S- it, I, I'm not going for Slain okay. I'm not going for Slain but we can touch on it absolutely no problem at all what he did do was in 2080's future Ireland is a giant theme park oh. did you know this? no the Irish people mm-hmm. have taken their love of tourism 
And what we did was we just turned ourselves into a giant theme park. I didn't know that. Um, it's really, really interesting. And the man, the man who is Judge Dredd's peer or equivalent in Ireland mm-hmm. is Judge 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 O'Shamrock. Judge Joyce. Judge Finton Joyce and Judge Finton Joyce is responsible for justice in Era the theme park so that's what it's called and the best part is I thought he was just being ridiculous but he's actually using this character to really look at how Irish people depend on tourism how we play this kind of stereotypical role and how we use it to make money and things like that So, it, it, but the really funny thing about this thing is he spends most of his time fighting off rebellions from a group called the Sons of Aaron who want to remove <laughs> I'm not kidding I'm not I could not make this shit up I could not make this shit up well if you did you'd be Gareth Ennis I'd be Gareth Ennis and I'd probably be alright I'm <laughs> um, but yeah so it's really interesting they want their cultural identity back they don't want to whore out Irishism as a as a possibility. Oh. So it's, it's really interesting. Oh. Yet Judge Joyce drinks pints of Guinness on the side. Guinness still exists in future Ireland in 2018. So but that is 2008. Is when does Judge Trent live? Did he? Oh live no, in it's it, no, it's now the past. It's retro future retro at future. this point. But it it wasn't at the time. I think it was mid 90s when this was. That's amazing. All kicking off. Yeah. So, so wait a minute. I mean, Joyce is, is a loaded name as well. Joyce is a loaded name. Um, Ennis has admitted, I think, to referencing James Joyce. Okay. Um, but there's also... I don't know how deep we want to get into that. There's another connotation for the Joyce second name in Ireland. Um, but it's I think it's meant more as a literary reference it's a James to Joyce James thing. Joyce. It's not a yeah. traveller uh, family. Not a traveller fan family name did you just say I'm traveller fan so Ben has just said I'm not a traveller fan <laughs> I didn't say no I said it's not it's not a traveller family name okay that's alright then so anyway so this seems to be a recurring theme for him in a lot of his work and the last time that I saw it pop up was in his 2000 series called The Boys oh. The Boys is ridiculously over the top it's very aggressive it's about a group of CIA wet work specialists mm-hmm. who basically exist damp. they're damp they're damp they're pure damp <laughs> pure damp so they exist in a kind of like a Marvel universe I guess or a DC universe a where superhero it's just universe. teeming with superheroes damp superheroes damp damp superheroes and they're going around with cloths mopping it all up <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, what they do is they take care of superheroes who jump the gun or become too uh, big for their boots, aggressive and arrogant and things like that. Which is a lot of superheroes because apparently with great power comes tremendous ego. Um, <laughs> the big dickheads. Yeah, but there is one run on it where uh, St Patrick's Day is celebrated. Oh no! In the comic, and it's he he must have some severe hatred for Patrick's Day because one of the central characters that makes an appearance in this one is. Um, St. Patrick himself No, I wish, I wish It's a bartender who runs a bar in New York Okay, that's fair And he has a very strict rule on St. Patrick's Day Which is no Irish Oh, good He does not allow Irish people into his Irish bar on St. Patrick's Day Do you think Gareth Ennis was turned away from a bar in New York? I think possibly, it's possibly modelled on that But for a very interesting reason He gives this character a monologue And the monologue is all about how um, he hates... The occasions where Irish people are made to embrace their Irishness. 
And the reason that he doesn't allow people into the, the Irish people into the bar is because he becomes this caricature of himself. He puts He's on a green himself. hat. He becomes Mr. Asher, have another pint. Come on, shall we just crack on? Get the tunes out there now. Oh, so, be God. Be God, be God. Sure, Jesus, I've had 16 pints. My liver's fucked, but I'll keep going. Jesus, Gareth, would you come out from inside there? Stop standing outside just looking in the window, to be sure. <laughs> so, yeah, basically. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, I'm doing it again. Why? <laughs> so embarrassing. I can't even do accents. It's terrible. Oh. Um... Anyway, basically, he uses comics and these characters quite a lot. First of all, he always portrays them as a bit of a joke. And then he always gives them a very serious kind of self-loathing element as well. How important was that guy? What's his name? John Barman? Uh, I don't know what his name was. I can't remember. He's not important at all. He's not recurring. But this entire the, the entire comic is very self-loathing of Irish reputation. He also has several superheroes who have Irish-themed kind of personas and things like that and they're Shamrock Man uh, the Blarney Cock actually was the name of one of the characters I wish I was kidding um, Blarney Cock was the name of one of the characters he was ridiculously over the top bit of a wanker um, you, you know usual standard Garth Ennis stuff what would a what would a Captain Ireland have as superpowers giant hip flask as a shield ah oh, racist yeah. A fiery red beard. <laughs> a fiery red beard. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. With green eyes. No. Hold green on. laser eyes? No, I'm working on something here. Green fiery fire. red beard, that'd be good. Like reverse Ghost Rider. <laughs> reverse Ghost Rider. <laughs> Everything's fine from the nose up. Yeah, and then it's just on fire on the bottom. That's amazing. Get sketching, Ben. Get sketching. I will have that up for the video, definitely. That's my new internet avatar. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Old. Um, so yeah, basically that's that's really what I focused on this week. It just how sometimes it can be quite a self-loathing representation of Irishness. If you haven't seen, by the way, AMC's Preacher, um, they Which adapted. I haven't. They adapted it, um, and it stars um, Tony Stark's dad. Tony Stark's dad is in it. Yeah, um, the ah. original Tony Stark's dad, not the one played by the guy from Mad Men. No, he no, young, no, young Tony Stark's father from Captain America the First yeah, Avenger. But he wasn't the original because um, old Tony Stark's dad was in Tony Stark 2. Oh man, it's so, so he was the second Tony Stark. So who's Winter Soldier assassinated? That's the original. That was the first one. That was the first one. Yes, yeah, so they kind of jumped around there, but young version of that guy is the guy. I can't remember his name. Dominic, Dominic Cooper. Cooper. Dominic Cooper. Wait, hold on. Trivia. Oh, Cooper. You know what a Cooper is? Yes, they someone make who barrels. makes barrels. Yeah. You know what a Fassbender is? Someone who makes barrels in Germany. Oh man! It all so, comes back to Fassbender. I have to become a Cooper if I want my son to become an actor. Is that, is that the logic that we're following there? Ben Fassbender. That, that's ben not a Fassbender. good name. Benjamin Fassbender. <laughs> ben we might get away with Ben Fassbender. Ben Cooper. Eh, it's very British. Ben Cooper is very ben generic. Cooper, very British. But yeah, Very it's the same name. Everything comes back to Fassbender. Everything comes back to making barrels. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically... And um, it also stars that lady. Ruth Negger, yeah. uh, who is an Irish actress. She plays uh, Southern Belle. She, she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And she's Tulip O'Hare, actually. She has Irish heritage in, in the comic. Yeah. She plays Tulip O'Hare. Um, and yes. Cassidy isn't played by an Irish actor he isn't he's played by a uh, Welshman yeah and his accent's nah. his accent's actually alright it's alright take a look at it there's a really great fight scene we'll link it down below uh, there's a really great fight scene as an introduction to that character and again really plays with the notion of being very charming and roguish hiding something else um, it's, it's really interesting anyway I have talked for far too long today um, Mike 
Mick. Mike. Mickle. Just call me Mike. Look, Mickle. whatever. It's it's grand. We barely know each other. What, what have you got to call say? Call me whatever you want. Look, Ben, I want to give out. I'm gonna give out I'm gonna give out by Joss Whedon. I said Joss. I'm really pleased with myself for getting the name right. Uh, I always go with Josh. I'm, I'm gonna say Josh at least. I'm not once. giving it to him. I know he changed his name. I know it's Josh Whedon. <laughs> changed his name. Um before we before I look, I'm gonna give out about Joss. But before I give out about Joss, yeah. let me just say I am probably more of a Joss Whedon fan than I should be. Um, mm. I have seen every episode of Buffy, every episode of Angel, every episode of Dollhouse. You are, I, I've seen Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Didn't hate Dollhouse. Dollhouse that much. is great. Bit rapey, but, but kind of. Yeah, bit touch rapey. Every episode of Doll, I have seen every episode of Agents of Shield, which he has only tangentially connected with. I've seen every episode of Firefly and the movie. I'm a huge Joss Whedon great. fan. Yeah, I liked both Avengers movies. I completely disagree with you here. We've we've had this discussion before. I think the original Avengers movie is terrible. No, you, you, I, we, I stand by it. I'm not. You have never told me that before. I'm not. We've definitely had this. No, argument we haven't. Because you 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 went ballistic at me. Well, once upon a time, I've obviously repressed that yeah, memory because <laughs> it's going to come back out. He, by the way, he had no idea that he was doing a podcast with someone who hates the original. Are you Avengers serious? Movie. You hate the I Avengers? Hate I think it's a piece. It's the no, greatest movie I do not of hate time. the Avengers. I think the Avengers is a wonderful concept. I think that original Avengers movie is the dullest. It's not superhero by the it's numbers the thing. Best I've movie of all time. Seen. No, you're ridiculous. I think Look, the character development is oh, I think the color correction up. is atrocious. Oh, you're a bad person. I think the pacing Stop is it. off. Stop it. You're... Oh, oh, it's my favourite movie ever. Next week's podcast is going to be a big fight about Avengers. That's fine. Anyway, I'll win. Let you will not. I you absolutely will. Definitely lose. I absolutely will. Okay, it's on. Yeah, I'm going to leap across the table. Hold your head over the egg. It's a very small room. It's going to be a difficult manoeuvre. Look, anyway, let me let me. Sorry, yes, I'm gonna, let's lead into this with an anecdote. Bit of weed and bashing. Let's do it. Weed and bashing. Weed and bashing. Weed and bashing. Um, I was in the cinema. It was, let's say, May, twenty, fifteen. I think. Yeah, must have been. It was May twenty fifteen. Sure. It was midnight. Midnight. The, the cinema was was pregnant with anticipation, and that's a fi- that's a phrase. That's it's a phrase not that people a real use. Phrase. It's, it's a real phrase. Pregnant with anticipation. Um, the the seats were moist with perspiration. Would you stop yeah. going to damp and moist today? What's that about? It's the superhero thing. Jesus! And don't kick the table. Sorry, it's your one job. Not sorry. kicking the table. Not and kicking the table. Editing the videos. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Look, what am I talking about? Oh, the thing. Pregnant anticipation. Pregnant anticipation. And moistness. Age of Ultron started. Ah, not the and worst. It's 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 not as good as the first Avengers, but look, that's a, that's an argument for a different day. Anyway, it starts. There's all the shooting and the blasting, and. Uh, uh, spoilers, spoilers. It's old. It's Everyone's 2015. It. Uh, Jar- Get over yourselves. Jarvis becomes Vision. Yeah, sentient. Yeah, it's a bit sad because Jar- we think Jarvis is dead, but then he comes back. Everything's Yay! fine. And Tony, Tony Stark needs a new AI. Well, and you would once you get rid of your old one. Yeah, so he needs a new AI, mm-hmm. and he's searching through his box of AIs, and he has Jocasta. Ah, which is a nice little nod to the Jocasta comics. Jocasta was the '90s AI for. I think he has Mainframe as well. 
He has mainframe as I well. I think he has mainframe as well. <laughs> but my computer was about to uh, barely avoid a disaster there. there. My my computer was about to kick the bucket there. Ben doesn't um, know how sockets work. Right. He doesn't there's, understand there's a switch apparently. He doesn't understand that Avengers is amazing and he's never used a socket before. And that's anyway. why he's not calling me black. <laughs> Avengers is Zoe Saldana's favourite movie. Oh, I don't want to see it with her anymore now. You've gone off her. Gone off her completely. So, um, he, he, I think it's, oh, it's, it's Jocasta and it might be mainframe. But anyway. He had a few, didn't he? He had a few. He has a box of AIs. But he picks Friday. And he, he loads Friday into his super suit. No. And Friday says something like, loaded and ready, boss. And the cinema went, Huh? Because it a, it's an Irish cinema. Well, it was a cinema in Ireland. Mm. Actually, it was interesting. There were about 50-50 uh, Irish people and Brazilians there. There's a, that's, there's that's, a, that's a common room. There's a, that's there's a common a room breakdown. Thriving, <laughs> thriving Brazilian comic book nerd community in Dublin. And we love them very much. Yeah, they're our good friends. Anyway, so there was a real... There was a moment of... What was that? Who, who, do that again? But... It, it kind of slid by. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, most of the Brazilians didn't notice, but the Irish people just went, huh? Well, what was that? And then, anyway, it, it continues on, and Ultron starts lifting the city up into the air. Yes, to use it as a, as a mass extinction event. Exactly. And uh, Tony's flying along, and uh, he says, uh, Friday, give me an analysis of the situation. And she says, in the most... Cod Irish accent you've ever heard. <laughs> go on, go on, cough over my bit. <laughs> she says, in the most cod Irish accent you've ever heard, she says, I think your man is waiting for you in the church, boss. Oh. And every Irish person in the cinema tittered. And they went, what, Was that. What? Was that was that real? Was that a real That's voice? supposed to be us. It's this thing, this this boss. Boss. I don't Should know. Should we all where, say that? Like, but <laughs> you went to be Galway. I went for <laughs> Boss. I've never met an Irish person no. who pronounces the word. Look, let me do it in a few different ways. Go on. Right? Let's do it the way I'd say it. I would say boss. Boss. Hmm. Let's do it in a, a real Dublin way. Boss. boss. Right? Hmm. Where is boss coming from? It, I don't know. It actually came up again in Alien Covenant. Uh, but there's another, there's another boss moment. I think it's a character who only has a single line. She says, I'm going off to the toilet, boss. And I went, oh God, is she Irish? I, there are a lot of people going around Dublin saying boss that I, I'm not aware of. What's going on? Anyway, then she says That's something weird. like, she says something like, he, he's lifting the city into the air, boss. If it crashes now, it'll kill thousands. But if he lets it down any higher, global extinction. And uh. that was it then. That was the final straw eruptions of laughter in the cinema people yeah. slapping literally slapping their thighs laughing because that's not how we sound oh it's insane right yeah. so I'm listening to it going is this real what what even is this <laughs> which which is strange that I said that he's clutching years. his head here in the studio he's just like ah oh. two years before we invented that catchphrase premonition oh look it was awful it was just so bad and everyone in the cinema the people who didn't realise were just enjoying the movie but I think it was a real weird national breakdown that you had, let's say, 150 Irish people mm-hmm. busting their nut laughing. You had about 50 Brazilian people laughing, either because they got it 
or they didn't get it and they were laughing anyway. <laughs> laughing and then you had maybe 75 other people going, what? Why is everyone laughing? So right, so I'm watching it and I'm looking at my, my friends and my colleagues and my, my, my peeps. I've never said that before. <laughs> that, that, that does not represent both podcasts. I, was, I, I was, did not approve of that message. Ugh, I was there with my peeps. Do not approve of that message. That's awful. I'll never, let's delete that. What are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing there, Ben? Are we okay? Is the podcast... So, yeah, so I'm in the cinema with my peeps, which is the thing I say now, apparently. Yeah, we're just going to keep that now. <laughs> uh, so I was there, and I'm looking at them, and they're looking at me, and going, what, what, what's going on? Why, is this real? And all I could think was, this is localised. That in every country, there's some feckin' stereotype yeah. doing the voice. Yeah. And uh, so I went to see it again the next day. Because... You the, do that. I do that. He's I, seen, by the way, to my zero Guardians of the Galaxy. Mick has seen it twice. I've seen it three times now, Benjamin. What? I've also seen the original Avengers. When did you go again? Literally 27 times. When? Uh, Just when, watch the movies, Ben. When did you go We're doing Guardians a pop the Galaxy pop. 2 again? On Saturday. <laughs> Why didn't you text me? <laughs> what the hell? It was sunny. You know when it's sunny, I like going to see movies. <laughs> Just... Oh, anyway, just, uh, look. Just, no, hang on. I'm just recovering from the fact that you didn't text me for the third time. No, I texted you for the second time and you wouldn't come because it was too sunny. It was sunny. <laughs> we get like three days of sun a year and our tiny little rock. It was great. It's a great movie. That's really good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not not going to commit to a fuck. <laughs> no, no anyway. I like the decency we've managed to uphold so far. Let me let me finish my rant. Sorry, keep where going. was I? Yeah, so we were sure it was localized, mm-hmm. and I was thinking to myself, I can't wait to hear the like the original version where Friday's American, because uh, I thought, it, look, as long as it. They do that sometimes. They do yeah, that with they, a few things. They got Jonathan Ross to do a character in. Shrek, I think they really? re- they revoiced a character with local celebrities instead of why just for localization for okay. anyway. Okay. Look, turns out it wasn't. Yeah, no, no, no was, it's not. It was, it was an international. It, it's international. <laughs> it was a it's global an, event. A global event. Oh. Sure. Here's the worst thing. I decided to look up who it was. Of course. And the actress is Irish. No, she's not. She is. She's not. She doesn't sound Irish. She's a real Irish person. She's a real Irishman. What's her <laughs> Irish woman? What's her name? Kerry something? I've forgotten her name. No, I had notes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, Hold on. on. I have notes. Quick, quick note flick. Quick note flick. Hey, you've time to watch Guardians of the Galaxy three times. Kerry Condon. Time to prep your notes. Kerry Condon. Kerry Condon. Kerry Condon. Very uh, Irish. Because she is name. Irish. Very she's Irish from the name. West somewhere. From the West, um, eh? But she's a, she was in... The Tudors or Rome or something. Okay, so she's, she's pretty well known. Yeah, she's um, she appears in my favourite non-genre Irish film, which is Intermission. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. She gets a smack. Oh, she's the only that gets a smack. She's from the, the royal villain from the Farrowler. Oh, That's the her. Farrowler. That's her. She. Mr. Farrell himself. She's at, you know who else is in that? Colin Meaney. Great film. Colin Meaney. Oh, we love Colin Meaney on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, she doesn't speak like that in real life. So she doesn't. She's getting direction. Oh, and no. all I can think of is I'm going to have to blame Joss I think Joss thinks real Irish people don't sound Irish enough so he told her to split it up I think he told her to Irish it up mm. the, the reason like I have no definite evidence of this okay. and I don't think I, I'm not trying to say Joss Whedon's a racist or anything absolutely Thank not God for that. but I just think 
it's it's the state it's back to what we were talking about last week it's the stage Irish thing that if people are expecting oh and then she says hold on let me do a normal Irish woman voice uh, which would have been a bit like here yeah well I mean, your man's like, waiting in the church there. remember as well, it wouldn't even be your that man, be like, no, she'd just say she, he's waiting she, in the church she would probably say Ultron Ultron's waiting in the church because that's what Jarvis would say so that why, is what Jarvis would why say. wouldn't she say Tony Ultron appears to be in the church yeah there you go because I just did that for you in Paul, an Irish Jarvis accent Jarvis is very British Jarvis like is exactly very British. upper class like very proper your sir your altitude is is you're losing altitude please adjust <laughs> this kind of thing like, slightly less stuttery slightly less stuttery it was very, he was very smooth Paul <laughs> Bethany he's a professional actor he's up for a living but uh, yeah but then she's so colloquial she's just your man your what? man your man your man's waiting for you the, oh in bloody oh. In, in Winter Soldier she's not in Winter Soldier she's in Winter Soldier as he's trying to blow up the missiles and she says the guidance system is knackered boss the guidance system is knackered boss boss oh oh, oh. I'm chewing my own hand oh. I wish Garth Ennis was here to give her a slap <laughs> not a real woman I'm against Sorry, violence against Gar- real women also there is no evidence to suggest that Garth women goes around slapping women just no clear. but robot voices no problem slapping them Garth slap away so as I said why why in, in in Winter Soldier no not Winter Soldier she's not in Winter Soldier Civil War Civil War was in war Civil War uh, it's the Russos so it's not Joss Whedon but it's mm. already established then it's so canon it's canon it's so canon they can't change it but why why do I think Joss Whedon did it is that going back to <laughs> he's a terror <laughs> going back to his other stuff um, and going back to in particular uh, Angel Oh yeah, both the character and the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, the character of Angel. Yeah, he's Irish. Not a lot of people. I did not know this. Yeah, a lot of people don't. He's Irish. Well, two hundred and forty-four years ago in Limerick, oh, I was bitten by a oh, seductive for woman. God's but sake. you know, there David, were no seductive women in Limerick. <laughs> There are no seductive women. Oh no! Oh no! Our Limerick <laughs> listenership. Oh, take that, Limerick! Oh. Take that, people from Limerick. Especially two hundred forty-four years ago. Yeah. So yeah, he. <laughs> but okay, look, we have David Boreanaz, and he's an American man, very, and he's doing. We, we, to an extent, we can forgive him because he's doing an old-timey Irish accent, which is what. Oh, God, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch Angel. Well, it's very hard to do it. Hold on. I my name is Liam, and I'm cursed by gypsies. But in Ireland, he was cursed by gypsies. Oh, also, Joss Whedon doesn't seem to think that gypsy is an offensive word. A lot of American shows it don't is. seem to think gypsy is an offensive word. If you do come to Dublin, don't go around calling people gypsies. No, it won't end well. No, bad, bad for the health. Uh, the waveform looks a bit different there, Ben. Yeah, it does a bit, I doesn't hope it? This isn't too wonky. Um, we'll take a quick. Let's take a quick look. Seamless intermission. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Don't go around calling people gypsies. Yeah, it's 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 to be avoided. But yeah. look, Joss Whedon. Uh, no, David Boreanaz, American actor, doing an old-timey Irish accent. Let's forgive it. Let's give him the benefit of the stage Irish doubt. The the kind of weird one was uh, uh, the character of Doyle who was only in the first nine episodes of Angel. Okay. Uh, he was a demon with precognitive powers. Oh, nice. He was played by the somewhat tragic Glenn Quinn. Who's Glenn Quinn? Glenn Quinn was Irish. But oh, he, actual Irishman? Yeah, he was an actual Irishman, but he moved to America in his youth 
and he he was in Roseanne for years. He was, hmm. but it, he uh, he was in lots of okay Roseanne character actor kind of. No, he was a main. I think he was like regular cast in Roseanne. He was oh, okay. he was a kid. He was a kid oh, okay. by that age. Okay, but um. But he he did everything in an American accent mm-hmm. for his entire career, and if you can track down the unaired po- pilot of Angel, okay, his accent is pretty realistically Irish. That's good. It's it's as, it's as Irish as you're likely to get from someone who's been living in America for that long. It, Fair. It doesn't sound, to be honest, far off of our accents. All right. Being as we have been so influenced by American TV and stuff over the last, yeah. let's say, 25 years. So it's pretty convincing. Then, in the actual episodes, he gets a bit more Irish. Oh, so we start to amp up. And the Irish... Whedon! <laughs> we, uh, we thought Frank Miller was going to be the official podcast enemy, but it might be Joss Whedon. Which would actually hurt Mick a bit, I think. It would. I like Joss Whedon. I don't want to tweet him about this episode. Mr. Whedon. Mr. Whedon. You and I can be enemies. Yes. But leave the mix out of it. Yeah, leave it alone. Not the nation of Ireland, just the one Mick on this podcast, because we know you can't leave the mix alone. Anyway, yeah, so his accent does get a bit more global extinction as, it, as it goes along. Yeah. I don't think he might call someone boss. Uh, he heard. definitely does. He probably calls someone boss. It's a Whedonism. Bass. That weird B.A. bass. It's definitely in there at least once. It's like, do you ever see the Paul Rudd accent? No. <laughs> Slapping the bass. Is that supposed to be Irish? No, it's supposed to be Jamaican, but he goes Irish towards the end of yeah. it and he kind of admits it. That happens. It's the whole thing. Um, so it was kind of funny because Glenn Quinn said it was nice to after years of pretending to be an American to use his Irish accent but then I have a feeling someone stepped in and said look we know you're Irish but the audience don't know you're Irish but how Irish do you do you think you can go do you think you could take it up a few notches how would you say notches if you were Irish (laughs) so yeah you know it's fine it's like he's Irish and he drinks and uh, He's a good guy and he's a tragic backstory and everything. And okay. It's a fine character. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, look. It's a fine tis, character. It's a fine... Sure. Tis lucky he can find the work. It's a fine lucky character. He can find the work. And if it were an isolated incident, I would be inclined to say maybe Glenn Quinn just decided to... Maybe it was an actor's decision. Yeah. But mm. just with Joss Whedon's history of Irishness, I, I have a theme. I, I'm go- look, we're going to tweet him. Are we um, tweeting Joss? We're going to tweet Joss and we're going to ask him. Can he defend himself? Like No, not to defend himself because it's, it's totally his decision. If if he feels that um, Irish people have to be more Irish to read as Irish in films. Yeah, that, that would open up an interesting... We will, we will make a whole episode about that. That's I would, the thing. I would Look, it, happily talk about let's that. Let's say if you or I were in a film... Uh, we'd, we'd probably have to amp it up a bit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like I've, I've been to... America. Thought you were about to say I've been in films. I've been to America. I've been in several films, mostly. Thanks for editing that out, Ben. (laughs) Seamless edit there. Seamless (laughs) for the podcast. See, it's catchy. Hasn't been in any films. Um, What was I saying? For the edit, Uh, oh yeah. Look, if we appeared in a film, I don't think we would read for international film goers. As Irish, As Irish. Um, I don't. I think it's too subtle, mm. and especially it's for a complimentary thing to say about us. Especially for 
younger generations. Uh, I don't know what that means. Ben's giving me a hand. We've only got about three minutes left. Oh, we've only got three yeah. minutes. Yeah. So look, especially for younger generations, for Irish people aren't sounding as Irish as as people might think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd like I, I I'm going to do some more research, but I'd like to hear what Joss. If he maybe he doesn't even know. Maybe he doesn't listen to the podcast. No. <laughs> Almost I certainly. I know that's hard to believe. Almost certainly doesn't. I know that's hard to believe, but uh, maybe maybe he doesn't yeah, listen to the podcast. There's a, there's a fairly good chance. But no, you're right. That would actually be a, an extremely interesting... I'd like to know. Yeah, I would like to know. That building's not cleared, boss. Tenth floor. Oh. I've just written down some quotes. Do you any more? You Your man's in the church, boss. I think he's waiting for you. Good evening, boss. I think that's pretty much it. That's all I have. Boo. That's all I have. Boo. Uh, Any more weedenisms to watch out for? That's pretty much it. Um, that's, uh, off the top of the head. Weedenism uh, watch out. <laughs> What's the... Uh, we're pretty much done, aren't we? Don't touch the fungus in this week's episode. <laughs> Don't touch the fungus. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. More Irishman in, or Irishman in Space Part 2. Don't touch the fungus. Boss. <laughs> that's too long. <laughs> that's, that's too long for a podcast title. All right. Okay, Ben, well, we have to do our let's do our wrap up. What are you going to give people? What links are you going to give people? What, 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 what uh, this week we're going to take a look at, I guess you're going to see the uh, Cassidy fight from the Preacher thing. It's going to be down below. Um, you're going to have a little bibliography to read through. Uh, Preacher, recommend the whole thing. Read the whole run. Really, really interesting. Uh, read the two issues of the judge. Joy- Sorry, it was a five issue part. Actually, it was quite long. Um, and then uh, just read that one, one issue of the boys. Don't don't read that whole thing. <laughs> Leave the boys alone. Okay. Uh, also, if anyone, what did we ask people to tell us about? If anyone has any Irish people in space or otherwise that we've missed out on, please let us know. We- or you know, if you are American or British, we'd like to hear from you Absolutely. about. Fassy B's accent if you're American and British or especially British and want to talk to us about how you feel your nation is represented villainous or not mm-hmm. please let us know and uh, yeah so uh, we're on we're on Twitter at Mick yeah. and Ben so you can find us there and tweet us those questions or comments just and, tweet Mick and um, Colin Meany I'm, I'm so sorry Colin Meany uh, who's on Twitter who isn't the actor? Yeah, but it's, not, it's not the actor. I tweeted some guy. I think he plays GAA in Limerick or something. Oh, Jesus! I'm, I'm so sorry. I thought you were Colomini. Okay, bye. Bye.